That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Hi, James. Uh, I am doing great today. I have not done a, a, a weekly review, um, but I have done a lot of omni-focusing, and um, I'm pretty happy with stuff that is coming out of that, like just reorganizing a few things um, to make them more useful to me to, you know, find what Mm -hmm. I need to do. And also to keep my day on task, just in general, because, uh, you know, I have to admit that I'm making the shift from laying in bed where other people were in charge of my schedule (laughs) and brought me all my food and my, you know, provided all my entertainment, etc., to being a regular person autonomously living who has to decide things uh, for herself. And so I finally realized that, you know, it's, it is a transition and it would help me if I identified like 10, 10 things every day I want to make sure I do. And these are just like the basics of like waking up at a certain time, going to bed at a certain time, um, taking care of, things like, you know, brushing my teeth, you know, honestly, I Mm kind of, I didn't get out of the habit of brushing my teeth, but I wasn't doing it um, on a regular schedule, plus being more um, conscientious about all the various dental hygiene things that I have to work with to keep myself from losing teeth. And I think that's important. Um, And also exercising, which I've been having trouble sleeping and I finally realized like, well, you'd get zero cardio right Mm -hmm. now because just not in the kind of shape where I could do the kind of work that would result in that kind of heart rate acceleration. But I, I do need to get out and start doing exercise. And just like we talked about a couple episodes ago about getting back in the groove, I finally went back to the gym and I, because I was definitely, I couldn't go for a long time. And then it was like, oh, what will I do at the gym? Will it be hard? I'll have a cane. Will I feel useless? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just went and it was fine. They were super nice to me. They have a lot of accessible things there. Um, and I just got on the treadmill and walked, which I don't get to do very often you know, walk for a solid like 20 minutes. And so I'm not, uh, I'm still not hitting the cardio numbers or getting my exercise ring filled. And honestly, I hate that exercise ring so much. (laughs) Even before, even before I had my knee problem, I felt the exercise ring is very judgy. But um, the, you know, just getting that kind of stuff into my schedule and saying, I decided to just, yeah, I might talk about it in a future show. I, I kind of have, uh, I'm developing a, a kind of philosophy about how to use this tool. And it's a temporary tool. You know, I'm not going to do this every day for the rest of my life, 
exactly this way, but to get myself back on track. It's helped me a lot to just have a very, you know, basic schedule of my day as if I were the caregiver for myself. I gotcha. That's a great way to use the tool. That's nice. And uh, I have not done my weekly review. Um, I also have been active in OmniFocus, but have not done a full review. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, that's okay. Um, I've been, what would be the word? I also have been using OmniFocus a little bit to do, um, I have a tag called Routine. Mm. And they're tasks that I have repeat every day because I'm trying to get in the habit of doing them every day. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then once I'm in the habit, I will stop putting them in OmniFocus. But uh, yeah, so far they haven't. (laughs) I still need the reminder. Yeah. Um, Well, and you get to check things off, which is always. That is also true. That is also true. (laughs) Um, And there are also things that like don't, absolutely have to happen every day even though i'd like Mm -hmm. them to so um the new ability to uh set something as um dropped Mm -hmm. especially a repeating one um is nice because you can drop it for the day and then it'll show up the next day um but it keeps track of the fact that you didn't do it as opposed to the fact that you did do it um Hmm. the uh um, oh, and what I thought we would talk a little bit about, because it came up briefly last episode, was um, Tasks from the Vault. Um, <laughs> it's like Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> exactly. Tales from the... Well, yeah, it's we're just missing the Halloween season. Um, oh, well. I think maybe next year we'll remember to do it. During the Halloween season, uh, yes, <laughs> tasks from the vault. So, um, because both of us have mentioned in a f- in recent episodes that we've been making progress on some long running tasks, and I thought we could uh, talk a little bit about what those are, the progress we made, and maybe a little bit about how they finally budged. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you would like to start, Jean. I yeah. you sent me a photo of something. I did. <laughs> and when I saw it, like I think you sent it without explanation. Comment. Yeah. <laughs> and uh when you saw it, I was so excited because I was like, I know that task of hers. I'm so happy <laughs> she's making progress. Yeah. Well, I alluded to it when we talked about a few shows ago about um, you know, giving yourself like the most rudimentary instructions possible so that you, you know, get over the friction of procrastination or whatever. And in my case, you know, I've had this, this um, big project, which is my chimney needs to be repaired. And I did make some progress on it last year where I got a bid, but the bid ended up complicating the project. Because the cost of restoring the chimney to its current state, which is very tall, so that it can work with a fireplace, was high. And they suggested I might want to just have a shorter chimney that would work with a, a gas fireplace. 
And I've always wanted a gas fireplace. So I thought, yeah. But then, and I know we've talked about this on other shows, like, I was like, I don't know, though, what to do about a gas fireplace. And you said to me, to research them first, you know, mm. like, don't just go to a store. And I was like, oh, yeah. And, uh, but researching them, putting research gas fireplaces never happened until I said, search for the term Portland gas fireplace appliances, you know, something really specific. And that's when I discovered that the appliance showroom of my gas, natural gas provider is like a couple miles from my house, very easily visited by me. And that changed my whole attitude <laughs> because it wasn't far away. It wasn't a company I didn't know. You know, it was like, well, if you can't trust the gas company to have the right gas fireplaces, who can you trust? So I uh, I went, I put it on, then it, it became an errand, which is uh, something I don't tend to procrastinate because I have them uh, geofenced so that if I drive by a place where I want to do a thing, I get a message and I think, oh yeah, I could stop in there right now. And that's what happened to me. So I went to the gas place and I had a very nice um, sales lady helping me. It's been there like 23 years. <laughs> and her husband also worked there 25 years. Plus she was pointing everybody who was there, the employees had all been there at least two decades. And she, um, yes, she explained how it worked and what the steps were. And that's where I sent you the photo from was a gas fireplace lit up at the gas fireplace showroom. That's awesome. So, yeah. So that, you know, each time you visit and talk with somebody, you get a whole new list of to do's basically. Um, at least in this case, she took care of some of them. She said, here's who we work with to install the fireplaces and I'll send them your information, and they'll call you to make an appointment to measure your fireplace and to give you, you know, to create a bid. So it's the cost of the fireplace plus the cost of the installation plus the cost of the chimney. So um, it's going to be more expensive than I thought, probably. I mean, most definitely. But I can't wait to get it done. So I, I have to wait because, I, you know, I have an appointment. Last week, the, the installer came over and he was very helpful and smart and answered my questions. And he also used to have guinea pigs. So obviously, he's a very awesome person. Clearly. Um, <laughs> he was psyched when he saw Grace and Ada in my house. He's like, oh, we used to have five guinea pigs when I was in college. And everybody just used to hang out with us. And anyway, so we didn't spend all day talking about guinea pigs, but we did talk quite a bit about all the various um, ins and outs of having this installed. So now what has to happen, and this is, you know, the good thing about someday maybe, not someday maybe, about waiting, you know, as a tag, is that I was waiting for him to come. He came. Now I can take that off of waiting, but now I have to contact the chimney people. They have to do the work first to, um, you know, take down most of the chimney, which I'm very excited about, actually, because when you live in earthquake territory, the idea of like this huge pile of bricks towering over your house just 
doesn't doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> so, Understood. <laughs> yes, especially one that's already like you know starting to lose its uh, integrity. So anyway, yeah, I, I mean, I I'm excited about that. Um, at the same time, I had this other major project which has been on my list for more. I mean, as long as we've been talking, but even prior to that, is that my gutters need to be replaced and. What ends up happening is when it's sunny and beautiful and I don't hear rain, I forget about them. When it's raining, as it often is at this time of year, and there's definitely one uh, section of my gutters that, you know, just overflows and I hear, um, I just hear like water slapping on the ground right next to my bedroom window. And it's like, dang, I got to get that fixed. So finally, you know, I did put it on my list and, um, came up with what to me was a logical progression of attacking that, which is I, I asked my landscaper because he's been the one cleaning the gutters and he's, um, he does great work on the whole yard and I have a lot of respect for him and he gave me a name and then I contacted them and then they came out and checked it out and gave me a bid. And now we have a date. So November 12th, I'll have new gutters. And I'm excited about that. So um, anyway, so yes, uh, tales from the crypt or whatever. <laughs> Tasks. Ta- projects. Tasks <laughs> projects from, from the, <laughs> the vault. The vault. Uh, well, we could call them tasks from the crypt. That's even better. <laughs> Tasks from the crypt. I don't, uh, and, uh, yep. So those two, which are two that honestly, sometimes I'd looked at, look at them and I think, or I could just sell my house and go somewhere else. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, that's, uh, a, that's an extreme solution. It, yes. I mean, I have been known to get a new Mac <laughs> when, when my hard drive was full. Um, but whatever. Well, no, that is and, completely reasonable. Mm-hmm. That I've done that myself. Um, in fact, I'm. Uh, I hope I was wishing that they would introduce new MacBook Pros, as was mm. rumored, because I'm about ready to do that with my old MacBook Pro. Mm. Um, but yeah, moving just to. Well, it depends. <laughs> it depends. Um, what, it's just, so what? A, it's just moving yeah. has its own set of. Of crazy yeah, right. things. It would probably be more work because probably you'd get somebody who wanted to buy the house but would only buy it on the contingency that you added gutters and fixed the fireplace. Right. And then you'd be like, oh, now I have to do this anyway. Mm. Yeah, which <laughs> uh, had crossed my mind um, basically that, you know, if it were me and I was buying this house, um, I would either ask for a very large you know, offset for the cost of the fireplace um, work and, or I would uh, just not buy it. So, Right. Um, and I, I also remember selling the condo I was in before moving to where I am currently. And, you know, like you want it to go for a good price. So you like get it painted on the inside and then mm-hmm. you're like, why didn't I do this? when I was living here right, and could have enjoyed it. Why did I wait till I'm trying to leave? Um, that was kind, no, of, a good point. kind of dopey. Um, 
So there are a couple of tasks that, well, first, this is just an ongoing, uh, it's my, we we let it go without acknowledging it, but it is my two-year mm. garage-aversary. Oh, it's garage-aversary? It Why is. isn't that on the calendar? <laughs> it should be on the calendar. So, yes, um, for two years now, my garage has been in a state that I can park my car in it. And that's that doesn't amazing. sound that amazing, but that's... Oh, that it does is, sound amazing. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that uh, it's just dreams do come true. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so that that is just something that every time I pull into the garage, I feel good. Um, like, look, I can put the car here. Uh, let's see. Oh, but then the other thing that's been kind of a year in the making slowly is um, mm-hmm. it's kind of twofold. Um, one was consolidating all the various domain names I have um, to mm-hmm. one name provider. And um, that started, I think, last November. And I literally made like this... Uh, big thing in sketch uh like with all the domain names and a little graphic as to which hosts they were like which domain hosts they were with like who was the who i and then which domain name servers they were using because those aren't always the same and which ones had the mail record set up to point to it's a very complicated document um (laughs) Generally, over the year, as like domain names were expiring, I would move them over to the new. Uh, I'm using Namecheap as my uh, domain registrar mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or host or whatever they call it. Um, or sometimes during the year, they would have a sale on transfers, so I'd move a bunch over then. Um, and it was down to kind of the last kind of two, and they were up for expiration in uh when was it oh this month actually probably this week so Mm -hmm. i and those were relatively complicated because it was my uh it was top of software website plus the mail record for top of software so it's one of those things it's not difficult in a sense like you change like five settings but you have to mm-hmm. get the settings exactly right. Everything, otherwise, everything gets all screwed up. Um, so I did that, which was good, and it felt really good to, like, in my big graphic to take. Um, I was moving away from GoDaddy, mo- getting rid of them as a place where I have domains and I have just one spot now, and then. I was also hosting a couple, like my top of software website was hosted at GoDaddy. And I had signed up for like a multi-year hosting plan way back when. Um, So Mm -hmm. that is expiring in when? Oh, like Uh, Mm mid-month. So I really didn't want to re-up for that, Um, especially since I don't have a very complicated website at all. So I kind of looked into it and... Basically cleared out my old websites and moved everything over to um, GitHub Pages, um, which Mm -hmm. has been, as far as I know, working nicely so far. 
Um, plus, it picks up you know free HTTPS support, so they're all served uh, securely. And um, right, yeah. So, uh, but that's been kind of this big list of projects um, around. Uh, you know, you're spending a lot of money at GoDaddy. Do you really need this thing? Do you like, and they weren't even projects. A lot of the things in were like just questions like that. It was like a whole project that's just a question. Um, so it was like this terribly malformed bunch of crap in OmniFocus as well. Mm-hmm. And so much so that I have the project about projects I need to clean up. And so that project was in the. So it was just this kind of this cluttered mess in my mind, and now it's all resolved. So um, I'm very happy about that. That's great. That like that's a lot of little pieces to have to uh, shepherd along, and uh, definitely. Um, even if each one isn't a lot of work necessarily, that getting the whole thing and being consistent and following through. Yay you, James Dempsey. Well, and that's um, where I find um, that both OmniFocus are having your own uh, external checklist. Because in a, in a way, that document that I made in Sketch, which kind of visually represented all that mm-hmm. stuff, in a sense, was an external checklist in that I would be able to kind of move things from column A. It was almost like a uh, a custom Trello board that I made for myself, um, sort of. And, uh, yeah, so it also was a task that happened, like, very sporadically over the course of a year. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, three domains moved over because their registration date was coming up, and then eight more moved over because they had a sale. And then and then the last bit happened because I was going to have to pay GoDaddy more money than I didn't want to. <laughs> um, so um, definitely, even though they were not canonically well-formed projects in the GTD sense, just having them in my trusted system um, and reviewing it Again, I've missed out on weekly, but reviewing it often enough that it's in mind that when I would get that email about, oh, there's a sale on transferring domain names, I'd be like, oh, yeah, this would be a perfect time to get some progress done on that 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 kind of world's largest ball of string of a task I have. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, one, it feels good to have it done and two yes recording it and reviewing it even if you're not taking any action for a few weeks on end or months on end in this case um the fact that it's in there um definitely makes it something that uh is achievable and i'm happy to have that one done (laughs) um that's really good so, uh, yeah, I, I would, that would make me happy. Um, I know I have probably some tasks still in the crypt that need uh, that kind of attention because they could be broken down into these smaller parts, and I would do them. 
And I'm also, I mean, there's still a few more for my bigger kind of web presence task. Um, mm-hmm. Like currently, uh, the Live Near WWDC landing page is a Squarespace site. Mm. And it's like, that. it's not a very, I mean, it's a one pager for God's it sake. It doesn't really and need it doesn't to be on do anything. Yeah. It just, I need to like work up the replacement and get it out there. Um, but uh, the goal is to try to have that done before we need it for next year. Um, so we'll see if that happens. It was it, su- will. it was supposed to happen. <laughs> that was supposed to happen for this past year, but it didn't. But fair enough. Yeah. Other things come up that are more pressing, and um, that's that's another point of the trusted system is that. Uh, you know, it's in there, and if other stuff happens that's more important, you deal with that. Right. That's right, and um, I mean that's just normal. <laughs> that's not that's not uh, bad planning on anybody's part. Things just happen. And, oh no. Uh, in they. F- yep. In fact, one of the things I've always liked about GTD is that it isn't. A system where you're constantly like putting priorities on things in the system, right? You don't mark something mm-hmm. as high priority or low priority. Mm-hmm. Um, you literally are in the moment, well, ideally in the moment you're choosing between all of these things that you want to get done um, and choosing the one that seems appropriate in that moment. And as conditions change, that list might reorder. But you're not spending like every waking moment updating text fields that this, oh, this is now a priority two. Well, this is now, well, this one should be like you just do the one that seems appropriate to you and check it off and then go on to the next one. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely. Um, I think that that was I can remember that uh, first time I read about the GTD system just was like, oh, really? Like, we don't mark things A, B, and C every day? Because <laughs> I definitely know myself now, anything marked C, C means, you know, can never be done because I'll never feel like it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yep. Oh, well, that's, uh, that is... That's just a reality. The, um, I, you know, there's there's only so much time in the day. I was listening to somebody recently talk about how, you know, the number of things that have been, um, you know, invented over the years that managed to put more stuff on our to do lists uh, has gone beyond like the what's humanly possible to do you know, a while ago. Mm-hmm. And so, so trying to hold yourself to a standard that is, you know, especially a perfectionist standard of uh, things happening or getting done and nothing being left undone is just not realistic. Well, it, it's, I think there's always a steady stream of things to be done. Mm-hmm. Other, you know, that's that is kind of even if you get 
everything like for if if you momentarily get everything you need to do for say a work requirement done like there's still stuff you'd like to do like take a trip or get a new you know new gutters um there's always things to do even if they're fun things so life is just a series of events anyway so so of course you're never gonna (laughs) you're not gonna run out Mm-mm. Um. So anyway, yeah, I think this notion that you're gonna get everything done is, I, I, it's impossible. I think. Yeah. No, it is absolutely. Now the the fact that you might get everything in a project accomplished and say yes, I'm done with this thing. That's very possible, as we've as we have both demonstrated, yeah, re- repeatedly over the course of this podcast. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We you can, we 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 improved. We both improved, and that's that's where that's what you want to see happen. That's realistic. Um, so, yay us, James Dempsey. <laughs> yay us! It's it's working. Um, <laughs> Mostly. Most of the time. Um, have you any other big things to share with our audience? Um, no, I do not. Well, in that case, um, well, first, for our listeners, we would love to hear about some big things you've accomplished recently or any time in the past year or two. You know, any big <laughs> things you've accomplished throughout your life, we'd love to hear about, um, especially if you've been... Um, using some of the GTD techniques to get it done, or really any life hacks that have helped you achieve the things you have achieved. Um, You can let us know or reach out to us. Um, First of all, we're on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at theweeklyreview. And you can always email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. Um, we'd also love it if you could rate or review our podcast. It helps new listeners find us, helps us find new listeners, and we always love all of your feedback. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you